we are returned to, to the show. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the gang. We, <laughs> we are back. Uh, sorry for the uh, break last week, but things were happening. So, yeah. you know, things happen. Um, things happen so much. They do. They happen too much. So much. But we are back with uh, with Kat. Yeah, Kat is joining me this week. So Kat and Tim. Yeah. Hello, we are here. <laughs> we have podcast. Yeah. To, so to make. we had the the tea question. Should we answer that first? Well, we uh, mm. usually we do the cold open first. Oh, that's true. <laughs> cold open. Sorry, <laughs> that's okay. I am a, I'm not a professional podcaster, as you can <laughs> clearly tell. I just yeah, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Listen, we have to do we have to do the uh, <laughs> the cold open where we have some <laughs> jokes. We have to tell like a story or something. Something that happened. I don't know what accent. This is like three know. accents together. Um, <laughs> you just tell like a story or something, and then we have to go to the title break mm-hmm. where we play the title music so people know what they're listening to. And then we come back and we do the rest of the show and okay. we are entertaining generally. 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 So I have a story then. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So last night, so we've, have we talked about Zoe on the podcast before? Uh, yeah, we mentioned, we mentioned Zoe. We're, so uh, the cat we are currently fostering yeah so um um, so last night morgan and sam brought her uh because she's been living in morgan and sam's room up until now so she's been getting restless and Mm -hmm. stuff because she's still she's still a baby she's about four years old i think um she's as as much of a baby as monkey is yeah basically (laughs) true um but she's, you know, she's getting restless because she's cooped up. So Morgan and Sam put the baby... We have a baby gate that we use for the cats. And um, they put the baby gate up at the top of the stairs and um, let... So that monkey would be upstairs so Zoe could walk around downstairs. Um, so last night, after I got home from work, um, they... Uh, Sam put uh, Zoe back in their bedroom with the baby gate there so I could feed monkey. Uh-huh. And Zoe discovered that she can jump over the gate. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, which my, as a bit of backstory, monkey's got a little bit of trauma from when I lived with my parents and their cat. She was very aggressive toward her. So she's, she's get, gotten better about, like, being around other cats, but yeah. she's, she's got some ways to go. So thankfully there was not, like, a big fight or anything, but, like, it just gotten to the point now where Zoe just, just knows, like, yep, I can, I can clear this gate. Yep. I sure can. Yeah, she, I don't know how they're going to keep her in, <laughs> but, like, hopefully yeah. we'll find her a home soon, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just mostly going to be like supervision, like making sure she's supervised and that yeah. kind of thing. There, it was just really funny because we all we went upstairs. They let Zoe out again for a little bit before we all went to bed, mm-hmm. and the the gate was up there. So when we went up the stairs, Zoe just like hopped over the gate over the yeah. stairs. I think Frankie was coming up the stairs and like saw you know mm-hmm. little little torty torty yeah. cat you know at the top of the stairs. Assumed it was Monkey. It was like hi Monkey, and then. The cat turned, and there was a tail. Monkey doesn't have a tail. (laughs) So you're like, oh, that is Zoe. And then you just hear this distant hiss. And Monkey's just like, ah! There's Monkey. (laughs) Monkey's screaming again. Yeah. 
<laughs> like monkey, she screams a lot generally. <laughs> yeah. Like just, but I feel like she, a lot of her like internal monologue is also screaming. Yeah. No, she's just <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> You pick her up. Ah, <laughs> ah. Which like I love that because it's so relatable. Like <laughs> her most relatable features is just like screaming all the time and then just like flopping, flopping over. <laughs> yeah. Flopping over on the floor because things are too hard. And I'm just like monkey. I understand and I relate to you so hard. <laughs> yeah, that's monkey. Yep. I love when when she just decides to scream at you. She just sees mm-hmm. you and goes ah. <laughs> Which, like, I feel like sometimes people feel that way. Like, they turn around and see me, and they're just like, ah! Ah! That's how I feel when you come home, Kat. They're just like, oh my god, I haven't seen you all day. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, our house, man. Okay, uh, let's go to titles. Yay! (laughs) Welcome to Live from the Closet, a slice-of-life comedy podcast by and for LGBT young adults. Okay. All right. I'm old. Coffee has been acquired. Coffee has been acquired. <laughs> so we have, uh, let's go over some, some tea recommendations. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple people who asked us on our Tumblr mm-hmm. uh, for specific tea recs. Yeah. And you are the tea lady. You're the tea genius. <laughs> I don't know about that, but. The teenius. <laughs> the teenius. <laughs> The teenius. Like, I like the idea of that in theory, but in the back of my mind somewhere, I'm sure that's, like, a slang word for something that's completely inappropriate. No, probably. <laughs> if it's not, that's a challenge for our listeners. Take the word teenius and, like, make it yeah. into slang for make something it. that's completely just yeah. the most not safer work thing you can imagine. <laughs> teenius is <laughs> when uh, you and a partner... Uh, share a biscuit <laughs> mid mid coitus, <laughs> and it's called the teenius. <laughs> it's when you incorporate tea and biscuits into your coitus. <laughs> just you have to pause. You have to pause mid fuck for just a little bit of like you gotta, tea and crumpets. You yeah, you gotta soak the biscuit in your tea, and then you have to share it with your partner. But you have to be fucking dirty. <laughs> Let us partake in the genius. <laughs> I don't know. That's it. Uh, That's how it goes. Uh, that was my one. No shame. <laughs> no, it's okay. That was... See, the thing is, like, if... Like, the thing is, like, my role as the sin police is that, like, I fully expect for, like, dick jokes and, like, those kind of jokes to be made all the time. It's when you it's when you have to say shit like ah yes daddy shove your discord orb up my ass while you while like as you're watching a Zenyatta get play of the game. That's when I'm gonna be like, okay, maybe tone it down a little. <laughs> Just a little. You know, I I wouldn't say something to defend myself, but that sounds like exactly something I would say. <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, back on topic. So tea. <laughs> so tea. Relaxing. <laughs> Non-inappropriate tea recommendations. <laughs> Please. So I mentioned this uh, earlier, like before we started recording, but like a lot of the tea that I, 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 I'm, so far most of the tea that I get is from Adagio just because that's the one that I've like most readily known about. Mm-hmm. And I like Adagio because, you know, you get their rewards program is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um 
you you can make your own blends and stuff like that, which is nice. Which like you know, if you put your blends up for other people to buy, that can also earn you points if they yeah. buy stuff and things like that. So, um, but yeah, I I buy a lot of like my loose leaf tea from there. Um, yeah. And I remember last time I was on the sh- I was on the show, I mentioned the uh, the Remus Lupin tea, which I think is like officially called the Wolf because again, like they have to legally different distinct yeah. from but similar. To. Yeah, they got the there's that one on Adagio. There's that one chick like Kara. I forget her last name, but she's a, a really cool artist and like she makes a bunch of tea blends on there. Um, <gasps> I just came up with the best name for a Remus Lupin themed tea. <laughs> Did you? Remissnescent. Because <laughs> it's reminiscent. Reminiscent. <laughs> it's a stretch. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's a stretch, but I still kind of like it. Um, but yeah, that one's my favorite. That one is, um, again, uh, Earl Grey, Moonlight, uh, Chocolate Chai, and Puer Dante. So it's like, it has like that nice, uh, like little bit of like citrusy notes from the, from the bergamot, from the Earl Grey. Mm. And then, but it's also like, kind of like sweet and warm from the chai and then very earthy with like the puer dante and it's just with like some honey and some milk it's oh, it's so good it's my favorite and you usually you usually take your tea without milk right it depends i i can i a lot of my tea i drink without anything in it out without any sweetener or anything mm, like okay. that like a lot of like green teas rooibos herbal I almost never put any kind of sweetener in it. I will sometimes like drink black tea without anything in it too, but with even <laughs> <laughs> usually it's just usually it's just Earl Grey that I'll drink straight though. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but usually if I have access to it, I'll put in honey and milk in my black tea, and then sometimes mm. I'll put honey in my green tea, especially if I've like oversteeped it. Yeah. Then I'll be like, oh shit, I I left that steeping for too long. Better add some honey <laughs> so it's not like completely bitter yeah so um but yeah most of my other teas i just drink without anything in it just because mm. i do <laughs> yeah i don't know like um whenever i have tea like i'm i don't want to bring this into it really but i'm english right um, right so when i go visit my mom uh my mom always has like like we make so much tea in the morning mm-hmm. everyone has at least two cups of tea and yeah. like Yes, it's the stereotype, but it's also really true. Um, I mean, like, it's delicious, so what are you going to do? (laughs) Um, But I always have, like, milk and sugar, and Mm -hmm. that's how, like, my whole family drinks it. So, like, when I have, like, a really over, like, I put, like, three sugars Mm -hmm. and milk into my tea, and it's, like, the, it's, like, the PG tips. Yeah. Or, like, the, it has to be, like, an English tea. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Lipton, I can't do Lipton. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of Lipton either, so. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but like PG tips, uh, Twinings is okay, but it's yeah. not like your trashy daily tea. <laughs> um, it's like, it, I just, every time I need a pick me up, mm-hmm. I make my trashy black tea bags with lots of milk and lots of sugar. And that just tastes like yeah. home to me. <laughs> That's fair. I think like, as far as like some of the more like readily available teas, I really like, um, Bigelow makes this green tea with jasmine in mm. it. Oh, I had that. That's good. Yeah. I like that a lot. Um, and then also the Celestial Seasonings Tension Tamer is oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. I love that. I, I'm not crazy about the taste of that one. Mm. It tastes like licorice. 
and it sucks. Uh, <laughs> if you put enough, like, sugar in, it doesn't taste that bad. See, I don't mind it. Like, I, I'm not a big... F- I don't really like licorice, but, mm-hmm. like, for so- I think it's I, it's more palatable in, in tea form for me. Especially- I don't mind licorice, but I just don't <laughs> like my tea to taste like licorice. <laughs> it's a weird thing. Um, I do also... I love rose tea as well. Um, there's this one company. I was in, I lived in Portland, Oregon for a few months back in 2015, and I, there were a couple places there that I went to for tea. Um, there was one, uh, tea, there's one tea shop that's there, and they also have, like, loose leaf tea for sale in various places on, like, grocery stores and stuff. It's called the Tao of Tea, mm-hmm. like Taoism of Dove Tea, um, <laughs> as you might expect. Um, but they make a really nice rose tea that I like. They are kind of expensive, but, like, the tea comes in, like, these really nice, uh, like, aluminum tins. Oh, I love tin tea. Yeah, so <laughs> that that kind of, like, you know, I, to me that, like, justifies, like, the cost of it because you're getting that nice tin along with, like, the actual tea as well. Um Another place that I loved when I was in Portland was uh, this tea shop called Townsend's. Mm-hmm. And they had a couple locations around the city, and they have, like, over a hundred different kinds of loose-leaf tea. And they also have, like, bubble tea and things like that. And they do have their tea uh, for sale on their website. Um, they have a strawberry sencha, which is, like, a str- like a strawberry-flavored green tea that is so good. That sounds good. It's so good. I love it. Um, and they're actually pretty... I was looking on their website before we started recording there, and, like, buying, like, the loose-leaf tea is not too, too expensive. Like, obviously, like, it, it ranges in price depending on, like, what kind of tea you're getting. But I think the strawberry sencha is, like, two fifty per ounce, mm-hmm. which is really not too bad for loose-leaf tea, I don't think. Yeah. Um, they also had like a pumpkin, uh, a pumpkin spice chai, which Ooh. is very good. Um, I'm trying to think what else of theirs that I've had, but those are the two that stick out the most to me in my brain. And then <laughs> uh, I was just, I'm, I'm looking to like expand my my tea sources as well. And I was doing some research, and there's this one place, I guess down in Florida, called. Hang on, let me pull it up. Uh, Calicia Tea Lounge. It's spelled K-A-L-E-I-S-I-A, Tea Lounge. Mm. And they they also have, like, their tea available for sale online as well. And I was looking at it. Also, like, has that, like, nice range of pricing as far as that goes there. And they seem to have some really interesting ones. Like, they had one that was, like, a chocolate cappuccino Ooh. tea that I kind of want to try. Mm. And then they had, a, like, a toffee-flavored one that I think would be good. So... I might explore that, and then next time I'm on here, if I've had a chance to try that, I will be like, yes, buy from club. Tea club. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Um, um, The one thing that, like, gets me, though, is that, so, like, matcha is is pretty popular mm -hmm. for most places, but, like, a lot of places that sell it, it's so expensive, and it's like, my dude, go to, like, your nearest like Asian supermarket and get it for like two dollars. Like the the powdered stuff. Yeah. That we have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like they have so much of that in like whatever Asian supermarket you go to. Yeah. It's just if you're looking in like the mainstream grocery stores that you're not going to be able to find anything yeah. cheap. That is that is true. Um. So like places that are, like, especially like online places as well. Like oh, yeah. like, like Tiavana sells there for like twenty dollars an ounce. Yeah. And I'm just like, like what? What, <laughs> what the fuck? Like. I, like, I, I understand it's difficult for some people because, you know, not everybody lives in, like, a big city where they might readily have access to an Asian market. But pro tip, if you ever get a chance 
to find an Asian market that is within the vicinity, or if you go on vacation somewhere that may have an Asian market, stock up on some matcha that way because it'll save you a lot more money in the long run, probably. Yeah, but don't be that white person. Like, True. <laughs> like, don't be, like, going in and being like, hi, do you speak English? Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I mean, for the most part, these places are not for white people. Yeah. So, like, yeah. just be considerate when yeah. you're going. You know, be polite and everything yeah. like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so shall we get into the meat of today's episode? The meat episode? of today's episode. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. We had this idea um, way back when uh, we were just driving around and we were talking about original mm-hmm. characters made for specific fandoms like, and like back in the day when you're like 13 14 years old and like you're super into this fandom and you create like your OC that fits into that fandom and then you go on to like like Gaia online RPG <laughs> forums the way yep. I did or what whatever yep. <laughs> whatever your role play forum of choice was oh, or yeah. is at the time. Oh man. Okay, so let's start off with a couple of ours. Yeah, we'll start with our own first. Uh so mine mine isn't like I never really had like super super like OP ones, mm-hmm. but I had a couple Buffy um OCs. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess that's uh, appropriate for today. I guess it's, what, the 20th anniversary of Buffy or it something? It is, yes. Um, so I had a character uh, called Lucy Miller, um, and she was uh, the, one of the next layers mm-hmm. uh, that was released to, <laughs> like, the end of the season. I forget what all happened, but, like, mm-hmm. there were a bunch of new Slayers or whatever, but she was a Slayer. And uh, she was, like, found and mm-hmm. brought into the gang. And, like, mm-hmm. I think I had a couple of RPs with, like, like canon characters. Yeah. And I can't really recall. I think Spike. I think, like, a couple other, like, angel yeah. characters. Um, but so she was, like, she was perfect. She yeah. was, like, she was super shy, but, like, super good at fighting mm-hmm. and also clumsy because all OCs have to be clumsy. Yeah, that's, like, that. I feel like, like, when you're, like, 13, 14 years old and you're just, like, oh, my character has to have a flaw. A flaw. A, one single flaw. And it's always, like, oh, they're just very clumsy. They're just so clumsy. That was, that was the flaw. But like, it's endearing. Yeah, like, clumsy but in an endearing way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's not really really like fantastic I yeah. guess I could have done a lot worse yeah that's <laughs> like but by comparison that's really not too bad no 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 that's why I started out with it why don't you tell <laughs> tell us about yours mine's mine's pretty bad so <laughs> I a lot of the OC, I made several OCs for like a bunch of different fandoms and most of them were just like extensions of like the characters that existed like I I distinctly remember I had an OC for Magic Knight Ray Earth, I had one for Yu-Gi-Oh, and then I had one for Yu Yu Hakusho. <laughs> so, like, the ones the ones for Magic Knight Ray Earth and Yu-Gi-Oh really weren't too bad, because it was like, they were, they were both, you know, they're obviously they're both girls. Um, the one was also a Magic Knight, because obviously. Um, the other one, for the one for Yu-Gi-Oh, had a Millennium item, because obviously... <laughs> Um, but my Yu Yu Hakusho one, <laughs> she is like Please. the most extreme <laughs> OC I've ever made. Which I'm like both, I'm both em- at the same time like embarrassed about, but also kind of proud of. Yeah. Okay. So, so her name was Rouge. 
she, <laughs> her appearance was, so this is like, I was in, I was in like seventh or eighth grade when I made her up. And this was like when Hot Topic was like just getting into its prime. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, this is when like, like Avril Lavigne and Good Charlotte and like those kinds of things were popular. So I was all into that. Mm-hmm. So she had like that like alabaster pale skin that every like <laughs> eighth, or eighth grade goth like like lusted after <laughs> she had uh her, she had like kind of like shoulder lengthish hair which was mostly black um except for like her bangs and like some a little bit of like fringe that framed her face was red was red of course it was <laughs> <laughs> she had she had red eyes um they they may or may not have had like little flecks of gold in them i can't remember did they change color at all no they did not change color oh, oh, okay so all right, I, all right. We, we weren't quite there but i i think they were red but they might have had flecks of gold i can't remember but um she had um i think it was underneath her i think it was under her left eye she had these four dots that kind of went underneath and like <laughs> it started with like the like the the one towards like the outer corner of her eye was a little bit larger and then they got smaller in size as it went like <laughs> to the inner corner and the thing of it was like i didn't really know what they were like they weren't birthmarks they weren't tattoos they were just there makeup maybe? <laughs> no it wasn't even makeup it was just it was just a part of <laughs> I, I didn't have an explanation for it at all. I mean, because we have friends who, who, like, will put, like, their yeah. dots or whatever on, like, makeup, yeah. sparkles and stuff. Yeah, but. that was just a foreign concept to me when I was in eighth grade. So. Now, I'm assuming that you drew her because oh, yes. you're an artist. I, oh, uh, yes. I have a lot of art of her in my closet from back home and my parents' house. Okay, so uh, <laughs> is she related to anybody in the cast? No, um, but the so a little bit more about her. Oh, yeah. She, yeah, yeah. Um, she, so she's half, she was half Shadow Demon, <laughs> and for some reason, this was never, like, brought up in Yu Yu Hakusho at all, really, that, like, that this, ex- that this was a thing that existed, but I decided, like, okay, well, she'll be half Shadow Demon and half Phoenix. <laughs> Because, like, because, of course. And, like, the thing is, like, like phoenixes were never, like, brought up as, like, a thing that existed in that universe. But I was like, well, you know, they've got, like, demons from, like, all different shapes and sizes. So, sure, why not? Why not? Why not? And she had, this is the most important thing. Two more, Mm -hmm. like, things about her. She had, she had wings. Okay. They were, um, but they weren't, like, feathery wings. I was also really into, um, the manga Clover by Clamp. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main character in Clover has these really gorgeous, uh, like white, me- like mechanical-looking wings. Uh-huh. And I was obsessed with that. But I was like trying to be really punk goth edgy, and so I was like, okay, but they have to be black and like curved in more like a bat wing. <laughs> <laughs> so she had these like mechanical-looking bat wings that like could she could like make appear and disappear at will. Oh, of course, because of course. <laughs> Um, her wardrobe was, like, the best that Hot Topic had to offer in the early 2000s. Yes, good, good. So, like, trip pants, like, the plaid, pleated mini skirts, things like that. (laughs) She had, there was a little bit of, uh, I I attributed a little bit of, like, Magic Knight Ray Earth into her in that she had this, like, jewel on the back of her hand that she could, like, draw her weapon from. Oh, good, okay. Um, and her weapon, this is maybe the best part. 
um, is that she... So I was also really into... Um, one of my friends in middle school had just introduced me to Soul Calibur 2. Oh, God. And there's this one character in the Soul Calibur series named Ivy. Um, mm-hmm. She's very... She's, like, super sexy, very, like, dominatrixy looking. Her weapon is this sword that, like, can... The blade can, like, come apart into, like, a whip that has these segmented blades on it. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that's cool. I'm going to put that on my OC. So she oh had this God. blade, this sword that could become a whip. And, like, it worked so well because, like, I was also, like, you know, like most people were who liked Yu Hakusho really loved, like, Hiei and Kurama. And Kurama has his rose whip and Hiei has his sword. And I'm just like, this is perfect because it's, like, a little bit of each of them. <laughs> And then to top it all off, I decided that she was going to be uh, an exiled princess. Oh my god! <laughs> I like just all of the OCs. Yeah, I really did. <laughs> like, I decided that she. I decided that in the in the universe of Yu Yu Hakusho. So okay, so like, there's kind of three major realms in Yu Yu Hakusho. There's the human world. There's the spirit world, like where your where your spirit goes to after you die, uh-huh. and then there's the demon world. Uh-huh. I decided, as an extension of the demon world, there was okay. So like, there's the sun, right? I uh-huh. decided there was a kingdom on the sun. Okay, so she's like the princess of the sun. Yeah, exactly. And she, uh, her her mom was the queen, and she her mom had an affair with a shadow demon, and produ- which produced her, and like she was then like shunned and exiled, and Bruton was like grew up in demon world. And oh that kind of thing, God. which is also a little bit of an homage, an homage to to Hiei because he his backstory was that like his mom was a snow maiden, uh-huh. and the snow maidens live on like these floating islands, and they kind of they kind of like asexually reproduce, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but she his his mom had an affair with another demon and produced him. Okay, so it was a little bit like that too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, oh my God. Um, and so she was my she was my Yu Yu Hakusho uh, RP character OC, yeah. and of course, like I would like scour the forums on Gaia Online, looking <laughs> for people who would like role play as Hiei or Kurama to like romance her. <laughs> and I had there was this one person that I met on there who blessed their soul because they like played as Hiei for me for like a year. And just like blessed my like like made my little fourteen year old like OC shipper heart just like so happy for that time. That's so cute. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. Your OC like completely was just like wow. That yeah. is one of the most OC OCs I've ever heard. It really is. She really is. Um, someday. Someday I will probably, like, just draw her for chits and giggles again, yeah. just because it's been so long. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> like, it's just, everyone always, okay, so on Mary Sue's and stuff, yeah. everyone always gives them so much shit. Yeah. But I think as, like, a, a it's not even, like, a coping thing. It's no. just, it's very empowering to make this, like, character that hits every, like, mm-hmm. you know, mark, like, half demon, half yeah. wildebeest, <laughs> half person, <laughs> half, like, zeppelin. I don't know. Like, half wildebeest, <laughs> half zeppelin. Somebody make an OC about that. Tweet at us at Closet Podcast with your drawing of the half wildebeest, half zeppelin OC. 
fun to it have is. that kind of like power over a character it really is and like self-shipping and stuff i remember when the reactionary mm-hmm. like crew came in and just kind of said well if you have this kind of oc you're just kind of like you're not a good writer which is like it's not the point yeah. it's not to be good it's yeah. not to tell the good story it's just to have fun man exactly like I remember I was like very self after a while when like people started to be more critical about like OC shipping and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff like that I was very self conscious about it like in like late middle school like high yeah. school things like that but then after a while I was just like fucking whatever I'll just whatever. find someone else who also likes that and like that was like the best moment too is like I would like find someone online who like they wanted uh, someone to like play this other uh, like existing character to ship with their yeah. OC and I'll be like I would be like yeah I'll do it for you if you do it for me and right. then you're like yeah and like it, that shit it's like you high five freeze frame and like go <laughs> off into the sunset when you had that moment and it's like I feel like it's having a little bit of a renaissance now where you're like yeah you're, you're free to make your own stupid OC even if you don't think it's stupid like, if, you, yeah. if you're just having a good time with it, and you're enjoying your OC, and you're shipping them with an existing character, then fucking do it. Yeah. Like, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, I had someone giving my friend, like, shit for her Dragon Age OC the one day. Yeah, I remember you telling me about this. And I just, I just got so mad, because, like... It's like she's having fun. She's yeah. writing little stories. Let her have her fun. Also, I'm going to make the most perfect Dragon Age OC ever. <laughs> yes. So I made Mara Trevelyan, <laughs> who is everything I love. <laughs> <laughs> she is a uh, a mage. She mm-hmm. wasn't born a mage though, because like in in universe, you, right. you discover your magic. No, she was gifted her magic because she's a Fade Walker, which is also a rare thing in lore. Yep. Um, she was gifted by an elven god, um, mm-hmm. who found her in the Fade, and it was just, like, their dream world, where magic goes, and, like, gave her magic, so she's, she's a really powerful mage, but in the, like, when she went to the mage circle thing, mm-hmm. she was given pretty much all freedom, because she was so good, and they love her a lot, and everyone loves her. Yep. Um, <laughs> so, like, everyone got along with her. She has about 50 boyfriends and girlfriends, um, <laughs> like, she was kiss everybody but she's also very sweet and nice and kind mm-hmm. and she's an arcane warrior <laughs> so which is also very rare also very rare <laughs> and fade walker and also i think i gave her like rogue abilities too <laughs> like just everything she's everything and oh i love my her gosh. so like that was my reaction just yeah. like i'm just gonna write 50 million stories and then i asked everyone for their ocs and i made mara kiss them <laughs> <laughs> So I asked, I asked our our wonderful listeners and my followers on Tumblr for mm-hmm. just a few examples of their OCs. Oh, I'm so excited! Just because, uh, I mean, like everyone's gone through this. Yeah. Everyone's made their own silly OCs, and mm-hmm. I want to stress that we're not making fun. Mm-hmm. We're just going through these and enjoying the fuck out of them. So yes. let's let's get started here. So we have uh, Ras- Raspberry Monster says uh, when I was 13. Uh, sorry. My friend was in a Warrior Cats RP group on DeviantArt. All the cats had a special power, so he made a cat named Yuki Paw with snow powers. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be in the group, too. 
But I wanted to be unique, so I created Mugpaw, the cat who secretes glue. <laughs> I want to know. What I want to know is, like, where does the glue secrete from? I like the paw, I guess. Yeah. Like, that could be... Okay, but, like, no joke, that could be very useful. It could be, like, if it's on will. If yeah. it's just natural and, like, there's glue just coming out of That's there. just tragic. <laughs> That's just tragic right there. No, but if it's something you could do, on like, at will, like, God, can you imagine, like, how much easier it would be to do cosplay stuff that way? Oh, my God, you just glue everything together. Yeah, you, you, you don't have to, like, like, <laughs> like, the bottle, just do it, like, straight from your finger. Oh, man. Oh, that's great. I don't know much about warrior cats, so I don't... Yeah. Know like the context of it, but it sounds great. They're they're just like cats, and they have their society, but they're also just cats. Okay, so I guess these are magic cats. That's I'm fair. not sure if that's part of the universe. Uh, let's see, uh, my first ever OC was for Rise of the Guardians, mm-hmm. uh, and angry, edgy Mother Nature, heavily paired with Jack Frost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all knowing and all nature, but with extra edge. Extra edge. Um, Let's see. What? Oh, and that was from NB Torchwick. Uh, I like it. And that's awesome. <laughs> uh, my friend and I had Sonic OCs in sixth grade. This is from Spacey, Spacey Pidges. Mm-hmm. Um, and hers was a girl who could run at the speed of light and was paired with Sonic. <laughs> I wonder if that pissed Sonic off. And mine was a supreme I'm not like other girls character <laughs> who is extremely overdramatic and edgy and of course was paired with Shadow. Nice. See, here's what I like. Here's what I really like about the one that was paired with Sonic though is that like if you if you make your OC to be like somehow like better than <laughs> Their, their, like, designated fictional partner. I'm here for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, someone who's faster than Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> you, like, get it. You get it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Uh, All Heal Trash says, my first ever OC was named Jayun. Uh, she was Korean. Mm-hmm. And uh, she is a Reaper, was turned into a Reaper... Uh, because oh she was originally an angel oh but she was turned into a reaper uh, classic classic by classic. like an artificial drug um she's seventeen mm-hmm. but actually she's seventeen thousand yep <laughs> she drinks on her age quite often smokes when she's bothered and likes to game in her spare time she often eats souls and looks like she can kill you but is actually a cinnamon roll p.s. she is gay as fuck. <laughs> beautiful that was like that's a good traditionally one. that sounds like you would start a thread on a forum like um angrily smoking outside and looking at the stars and yep <laughs> yep i like it <laughs> uh oh oh we got an mlpoc from alex the genderless oh nice uh <laughs> named bloody rain oh no it was the homeless daughter of princess celestia that was eventually taken in by a demon possessed serial killer <laughs> they made the vessel of demon. She was Gilda's girlfriend. That's beautiful. That I, was poetry. Who who could, who'd ever thought that My Little Pony could get so extreme, so dark? I love it. What I love about like all of these OC, like almost all these OCs, is that they're like so 
Like they got that. They've got <laughs> yeah. that continuing theme of just being so edgy and so, so edgy. extra. And I, I love it. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, that's uh, wonderful. And Sleepy Zach said, um, "How about oh another warrior cats OC named Blue Wish, uh-huh. who was blue and purple and had a white tuft of fur over one eye." A super sweet cat, but could fly into a bloody rage and basically become the most powerful in anger. Fucking Hulk cat. (laughs) I love that. That's great. That's beautiful. Um, So all of these are amazing, but I want to close off our our, uh, submitted OCs with a beautiful uh, OC that I got from Death Note. Uh, this belongs to my friend Kat, uh, who I do Ladies of Darkness with. Okay, so I don't know that much about Death Note. I know a I little know. bit. I know, like, the general premise of just, like, there's there's these notebooks <laughs> that you write someone's name in, and they die, and there's Shinigami and that kind of stuff. There's but somebody called L and, and Light, yeah. light Gami. Yeah. Um, light Gami. <laughs> no, Light, light Yagami. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> uh, she was an idol genius, or idol slash genius slash detective. Nice. Uh, her dad was really... Duke, I guess is okay. a, a canon character. Yeah, I think he's one of the uh, one of the Shinigami. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that you say that, uh, she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Had pink hair, of course. Nice. Her name was some fucking kawaii shit. Uh, I think we <laughs> I think we get that eventually. Here, I'm reading from my chat logs. Uh, her love interest was L. Uh huh. <laughs> she was super good at baking and dressed in Decora fashion, which I looked that up because I didn't know what that was. Yeah. Which is, like, super kawaii, like, stickers yep. and, like, everything. Basically, like, if you have, like, every accessory that you possibly own, you just put it on your body all at once. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it is actually a very cute fashion style. Oh, it was caramel spelled with a K. Caramel! <laughs> Her design had a cat headband, but she was, like, super good at everything and really, really pretty. Yeah. And shipped with L. Like, I think that's just, like, perfect. That's, that's like, everything I've seen on Gaia. <laughs> that is pretty great. Like, it really, really is. Like, I can see, like, that would be one of the OCs that you would, like definitely, like, you go on a Gaia forum and you see, like, someone has their, like, picture, this their pic- little, yep. the little anime picture that they grab from, like, photo bucket or, like, <laughs> TV ad- art. or, like, advanced anime or whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, um, then they had, like, on Gaia, I remember you could, like, pay somebody in Gaia coins yeah. to, to draw your OC and I remember stuff. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God. But, like, it was just such a nice thing when you got somebody who was willing to RP with you. Yeah. With your, with your OC. Yeah. And they would they would be like, oh, I'm going to be like this canon character and you can be your, your OC. Yeah, like those oh. those people are doing God's work. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, I, I, I do want to mention, like, one of my friends has, like, the Mary Sue Mary Sue. Really? Um, uh, my friend Kylie Hinky. Uh-huh. Who... Uh, was pretty big on DeviantArt mm-hmm. for just drawing her her self insert character with like whoever she liked like yeah. uh, Ed Elric or sure. something like that. But she's still doing it because really? like she got so much hate for it. But she's just kind of embraced it. I think she has she has a Twitter RP account called Fifty Billion Boyfriends where she just like engages like whatever like RP accounts on Twitter and <laughs> just like. That's amazing. That's Mary Sue flirting, and it's just great. Like that's the proper response whenever somebody's just like whatever. Like you're like you're whoever says like your fun is wrong. Yeah. Like that's the most that's the 
most appropriate response is to just enjoy that thing even harder. Yeah. Really. And I know Kylie listens to this podcast. So she's <laughs> probably going to hear it and be like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> well but, done, Kylie. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking that's the dream, man. And like, ah, oh, man. I love, I love OCs. They're so fun. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah. And then we were talking about uh, an OC, like, game yeah. or something. I would love to do, like, uh, like a D and like a one-shot D&D campaign or, or, or maybe even, like, a couple episodes or something like that where it's, like, just everyone is playing. Their, their player characters are all, like, their, like, most edgy, extreme OCs <laughs> ever. Yeah. And I've been thinking about it a little bit because, like, I... I have to figure out a way that, like, you, like, the players can be, like, that, like, edgy OP, like, <laughs> character without being too OP. Right. Because, you know, it's D&D and that kind of thing, and you still, you don't want to make it too easy. That right. kind of thing. So, like, the way I was, one thing I was considering is that, like, depending on each character's, like, class, mm-hmm. they can have, like, one, like, super extreme, like, overpowered ability mm-hmm. that they can do, like, like once a month in game, yeah, that kind of thing, um, and then like flesh out like mother little features or something like that. I think might might be a little more reasonable. Maybe you could have it be like an alt or something in yeah. Overwatch where you have to charge it up. Yeah, like you have to collect like something. Like to... after you reach like a certain number of experience points, yeah, or something like you can that. Do it. Yeah, that's I think a, that might be a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll have to play with that a little bit more. Um, like earn your power ups. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Okay, I've got I've got a concept, right? Okay. Your OCs get like put into a different world mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um and that means that they like lose their super OP powers Ooh. and they have to get them back. That's a good idea. And that's like part of like the the like overarching yeah. campaign plot. There yeah. you go. That's a good thought. <laughs> that's good. But I, I think I think we could probably put something together. Yeah. It's like I feel like you need to have at least like three mm-hmm. super unique traits. Yeah. And you need to have like one not really but kind of flaw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's good. And then also everybody has to have like the most ridiculous appearance ever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you have to be half something. Yes, half something and half something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Another thing like uh that's also really fun is like once you create like these OCs and like you have like friends that you like, you know, do like that role play stuff too is when you're just like, "Hey, maybe like our OCs can kiss." Yes. I do this with Morgan literally all <laughs> Time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like we, it's although in this case here it was less our well, I guess tech technically fandom OCs because it's Dragon Age. Dragon Age, and it's, yeah. your protagonist is your OC. Right. So, like, <laughs> we we have, like, a bunch of Inquisitors that we created, and then we're just like, hey, what if our Inquisitors kissed? Yep. That's cool. Yep. So, <laughs> we do that all the time. And it's gotten to the point now where, like, I will even, like, make OCs for the sake of, like, kissing my friend's OCs. Yeah, it's great. I like, love it. I made... I made a boyfriend for our friend, uh, our friend Mage and her character. I made a boyfriend for Frankie, who is also sometimes a boyfriend for one of Morgan's characters. <laughs> or both. We, the three of us have gotten together and been just like, yeah, it'd be cool if, like, Brax, Baltair, and Lenny were, like, a, a poly ship. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. It's just, like, I think uh, a couple people have shipped their OCs with my Max. Yeah. Uh, and, like, a couple of my Inquisitors. Um, <laughs> but it's just, like... Especially in Dragon Age, you can just make make your OCs kiss. Yeah, I have a whole like uh, story I did where like I just like kissed all my friends' OCs, <laughs> basically. 
Yeah. It's the best. Anyway, go out and make your own fandom OCs and just have fun with it. Yeah, make them make them kiss your favorite character, make them kiss your friends OCs, make them kiss whoever whoever they right. want to kiss. Write some self-inserts, man. Yeah. And like don't be afraid to make it too different from you. Like you can be like a normal person, but you can be like a super badass in yeah. your self-insert and still be a self-insert. So like go out there. Make some fucking cool-ass OCs, kiss some canon characters, and fuck everything up. Hell yeah. I think that's a good uh, moral for today's app. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's very good. <laughs> so, I think that'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. Um, but thanks for joining us. Yeah. And uh, r- reminder, we are on everything. Uh, we are. I'm working on uploading everything to YouTube. Uh, we are on Twitter at Closet Podcast. We are on Tumblr at Closet Podcast. Uh, we got a couple more reviews on iTunes, so I want to thank the people who are reviewing us. Woo-hoo! You guys are awesome, and we greatly appreciate you trying to get us uh, some more listeners. Yeah. Uh, and we've got more cool episodes to come, so thanks for tuning to My Roommate, My Roommate, My Roommate, My Roommate, <laughs> My Roommate and Me, which is our unofficial title. <laughs> and we will see you next week in the closet. Bye. <laughs>